And good evening, everybody. Don't forget that next weekend we'll be in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, jeffgelmanseminars.com. Great seminars happening to be happening. It's a problem-solving seminar. No matter how badly behaved your dog or dogs are, you can go there, but you can also go there as an audit spot. Trainers go there. People in the shelter system go there. Uh, dog owners obviously go there. You can either bring your dog with a working spot or not bring your dog for an audit spot. If you're a trainer, you will learn a ton. It is a, it is a plethora of great information. So we'll see you next weekend. And after that, we've got a Chicago and then also Mantua, New Jersey, which is right on the Philadelphia line. Morning, Joel. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? What year is it? What day is it? My name is Jeff Gellman. I'm Training. This is lovely Joel. And this is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a, uh, a little bit more than an hour show. We usually do. We schedule it from 7 to 8, but we go over sometimes. And uh, we answer all of your dog training questions. Um, most people that have been uh, participating in the show over the last 16 years, the data says that everybody needs help stopping unwanted behaviors. So we primarily, or you can ask any question you want to, but we primarily talk about stopping unwanted behaviors. Obviously, that's only a very small part of the training that we do. But when you stop an unwanted behavior, it's a separate category. Most trainers actually don't do it. That's that's just, they say they do, but they don't do the protocols. You know, you might have. You might have experienced it yourself. Force-free, uh, reward-only. Meanwhile, we reward dogs as well. That's how we train every obedience command. Um, that's how actually we even train our off-leash, on-leash, and off-leash stuff. That's how we do a lot of our state of mind stuff. But there is a there is a there is a uh, um, very important component that's missing out of dog training, and that is stopping of the unwanted behavior, which is applying a punisher. Punishment does not mean it's necessary. It's what keeps everybody in line. Um, people have got a very hard time with the concept and with the word, but meanwhile, what they're probably doing is even worse, even though it might not seem worse. You'd be surprised. Like Ignoring a bad behavior is worse than stopping a bad behavior. It's, uh, it just is. So type in your questions, and um, Joel will read them, and I'll answer them. For the folks listening on Rumble, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook, we appreciate you. And then if you're listening also on any of the podcast platforms, thank you so much. Rate the show, like the show, share the show. We don't do any advertisements on this show at all. We're not sponsored. And um, the best thing that folks can do is just share the information because there is so many people that are actually struggling um, a lot out there. And um, I, I hate to see that. So, Joel, what do we have? Deb says, I only watched part of the e-collar seminar, but when I went to see the recording, it's not in my member list. Recording's probably not up yet. Probably not up yet. So what happens is um, today bit. was day one of our eCower Live. You can still purchase it if you go to Solid Canine Academy. Joel will probably put the link up. People are still purchasing it after we did the live because you get, you'll get you get the replays. The replays go out, though, by email, so it probably has not gone into your, into your um, uh, portal yet. But it will be there, though. It will be. But the great thing about that is if you can't watch it live, which it's on at noon for four more days, you get the recording. Um, and it's all on how to train with an e-cower. It's all baseline stuff, and it's fantastic. It takes you through so nice and slow and methodical and uh, with some great explanations. 
Um, we're using a Doberman, not that it matters, but we're using Duke. Um, so it's a lot of a lot of great stuff. Um, enjoy the journey. Dog trainings is great live today. Grateful for the replay mm. for tomorrow, since I will be unable to watch it live. Thank oh, you for doing these. You're welcome. And don't forget, I sent you a uh, uh, an invoice for coaching. So, um, yeah, we've got some a fantastic couple of programs with um with coaching. If you if you're out there right now and you don't own any of our courses and you're not part of our community and you are struggling with your dog, we have a um, opportunity for people to do a couple of different things. You can get every single course we've ever made, 12 weeks of twice a week live coaching on Zoom, so it's face-to-face, -face, small group and a year membership in our online community, which then you'll have the full year of every other weekend um, coaching call as well. So you end up with almost 50, 52 or so coaching calls. It's a huge, huge value, over $15,000 in value. We're offering that, and we're also offering just the coaching module by itself. And then don't forget the community. If you're not a yearly member, the price goes up by $600 from $377 to $997, so $620 starting um, next week or March, March 1st. So keep that in mind. The value of the community, what it's doing for people is just incredible. And if you're a part of our yearly membership, all you have to do is just renew and you get the same price that you that you came in on so we're really excited about it we're excited about the coaching excited to be able to help people um yeah. uh scalable you know what i mean it's scalable and uh price wise it's you can't beat it you just you just can't beat it so if you're interested there's a wait list and um probably should send everybody my calendar on that wait list and just uh if you want to know more about it, we can sign them up before it's even official. Yeah. If you're really interested, like we're looking for owners who are like serious and trainers about too. their and trainers about too. their growth and actually making progress. So yeah. send us a message. Yep. Um Jay's journeys is do you think using an e-collar is for people who aren't as skilled in dog training? No. Oh, complete opposite. Complete opposite. Anyone that thinks that e-collar trainers don't have skills. In order to properly teach the dog e-collar, you actually need incredible skills. You have to have a very good understanding of dog training methodology. It's actually a more complicated, it's a more complicated protocol than reward-based training because we do both. So I can, I can leash, food, reward-based train a dog in, with obedience way quicker than I can remote collar train the dog. It takes an incredible skill set. But you can do it yourself, though. You can learn it. But it's not easier at all. It's not easier at all. It's, believe it or not, more efficient. It's meaning you'll get, you're going to get better results. You get better results. Um, you get you break through a lot of distractions. You break through a lot of the noise that goes on in the dog's head that keeps it from doing its best. But it's incredibly clear communication. But it's got, no, you actually need skills. I would say it's more, I would say it's harder. I would actually, um, you can take someone that's never used a remote collar and is a really good dog trainer, like say you're a really good, say, clicker trainer, for instance, um, give them a remote collar, they wouldn't know what to do. 
they would they, that doesn't mean they're bad um that doesn't mean they're stupid that doesn't mean they're what just they just would not know what to do you actually have to understand what you're actually doing with the remote so um now, now stopping separation anxiety it's more efficient stopping counter surfing is more efficient but it's got nothing to do with skill set it's just a more efficient thing you can you can stop it incredibly incredibly quickly so there's a lot of unwanted behaviors that you can stop very very quickly um, but as far as training obedience with duration distraction and a distance skill lots of skill you, you need a lot of skill the narrative out there is that it's like it's for lazy people i would challenge any of those people that ever said that to show me to prove it to prove me to prove this to me here here's an e-cower just pretend you're a lazy person here's an e-cower train the dog they couldn't do it they absolutely cannot do it they they, they 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 couldn't i know they couldn't i've been doing this for a really long period of time i've trained a lot of dogs i've trained a lot of dogs on e-cower i was one of the first people on social media promoting e-cowers want to go back to the beginning of social media so, and we huge educational model we have for people. Yeah. So, next. Sam said, thank you for the live today. Always learn something new. Forever, mm. forever grateful for you guys. Yeah. There. It's funny because um, all of our lives, we can have an e-cower live, which we're doing now. You can still buy it. We can do it with five different dogs. Here's another reason about like, you don't need skills suppose when you said you didn't need skills I mean, i'm not attacking you and nor did your question bother me it was a great opportunity to share information i can take five dogs each one of them has to be trained a little bit differently on an e-car mm -hmm. 10 dogs each one has to be trained differently now is there core fundamentals it's very similar yes we have the same concepts priming cs ncs and then punishment but they all respond differently. Same with food training. Now, the great thing about e-cowers is, and I love it when people like they love to like. You're entitled to disagree and argue that you're that you're that you're right. I just don't like false information. One hundred percent, one hundred percent of the dogs out there can be trained on an e-cower. Whether someone does or not is that's that's a different topic but they can be i would say maybe half or 60 percent of dogs can be trained with food they won't take food therefore they can't be so now what now you have to have leash skills now you have to understand compulsion training quote unquote force they don't care about toys they don't care about food you get your, and you know it's funny because when you get folks that are used to being with a lot of genetically sound dogs, they'll be like, "Oh, that's full. Of, you're full of shit." So, I used to do a seminar at a um, a lab. Uh, they did field trial and hunt hunt dogs. They did, and they they also bred dogs there. I was there one time when they had three litters. There was there must have been thirty dogs in that garage. Every single one of those dogs most likely to be trained with food. But they were also trained on a knee cower, but they could be trained with food. Why? Genetically sound dogs, proper drives, hunt drive, food drive, all your different drives. So, you know, probably can be trained with a toy too. Um, but 
we have many dogs that won't take food. Next. Slugglebun said, hey, everyone, really enjoyed the e-collar live today and already learned something new. I knew I would. Good, yeah, yeah. People have been going, like, we've had people that have been going to all of our lives, and they always learn at least one or two things. And it's it's usually, sometimes it's a game changer for them. S. James had finally caught a live again. Good evening. Love that you two do these lives. Thank you for being oh, so willing to help us. Of course, yeah. And now we're doing coaching. Too. Well, we've always done coaching. I've always done one-on-one coaching, but now we're doing, like, a three-month module because we're going to be holding people accountable you can upload stuff so it's gonna be really fantastic we are going to be stopping our wednesday show though mm. because we just there's not enough time in the day anymore yeah um yeah. so probably just mondays and fridays now. or just one or we might just do we one of those one. we might just do one of those yeah we have to stop yep. um jan says howdy hey hey jan um holding on dog training hey jan jay i know we've talked about before but the dog the dog will not show the behaviors that the family is getting, no matter how much we set it up. Association is in play, yep. but worried about perception with the owner. So you just have to then, you just have to do a lot of the training when the owner is there. And do just, just do incredible human training. Just do incredible human training. And if they're close, you might have to go to their house. Mm. Yeah. Next. Desiree said, good evening. was watching the how-to live with a biting dog. Can the e-collar be used for a dog growling or mm -hmm. a dog that goes to bite when reacted? Mm -hmm. Both. Yeah. Yeah, you can absolutely. So the narrative out there is don't correct a growling dog. They never usually put any context to it. Like, are we talking about dog with dog? Are we talking about dog and human? So, but if a dog growls at you and it's a normal situation, let's say you get around the food bowl, dog growls at you, you can correct that. Say you go for, um, say you want to move your dog off the couch, the dog growls at you, you can correct that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Next. Brittany said, if you're in the community already and interested in all the courses, did you say there is a separate purchase deal for that? Yeah, but it includes the community though, but still, it's still a good deal. So, so if you want to schedule a phone call with me, I can walk you through it, but you'll get every single course that we have. Yeah, just shoot us a DM. Every single course that we have, and you'll get the, 16 hours of um i'm sorry did i say 16 hours um if you just want the course three, three weeks oh there's gonna be a there's, there's an all-inclusive bundle there's an all-inclusive bundle too to do coaching yeah yeah and that'll be up soon too that'll be a, um just a yeah we're working on it all right. that'll be like right right in the shopping cart yep amir says hey adult is very stressed by storms lightning and rain starts hard shaking at home whining yeah, yeah. property is very high yeah Dog becomes restless, mm -hmm. starts to go near the owner. Desensitization doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm not stupid. I can't shake the windows. Any advice would help. Thanks. Sure, you don't need to shake the windows at all. You have to put a, a, a you need fifty um, forklifts and surround the house and just literally just shake the whole damn house. What you're going to do is this. You're going to start. This is where we leverage obedience to get a dog over a behavioral issue. So, and there's a lot of a lot of. In, you know, conflicting information out there. A lot of folks will say, work the dog. So like have, do a fun activity, like, you know, work the dog, try to play with the dog, a lot of food, a lot of reward. So they, they start recreating, they start having a positive association with like storms or fireworks. The problem is almost every dog that we deal with, they get stressed out with storms and fireworks. The last thing they're going to do is do anything you want them to do, such as like, you know, any obe fancy obedience or trick training or even fetch. 
So this is what we do. The place command. The place command is you go to a dog bed. We have, we've got videos on this. Go to a dog bed, lie down, and put your head down. And what we let the dog do is just start processing it. If the dog wants to shake, let the dog shake. But if the dog tries to come over close to you, that means it broke a known command. So now you can correct the dog for breaking a command. You're not correcting the dog for being nervous, fearful, afraid. You're correcting the dog for breaking a known command. Now what happens is the dog just learns how to process it and deal with it. It's messy at first. It's messy in the middle. That's why we call it the messy middle. But on the other side of it is a dog that literally just doesn't give a shit. They just don't care anymore. Next. Jasmine signed up for Green New Graduate 1 and 2 this week. Thanks, Joelle, for helping me on IG. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Question, six-pound Chihuahua Terrier has bad dog reactivity. Should we start with e-collar or prong, then e-collar? You Should follow Green Graduate 1 or 2? Um, you want to get... Green Graduate 1. Green Graduate 1, you might want to get chaos to control. Chaos to control. And then also make sure you're, 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 um, you watch the walking module in Green New Graduate. And barely get a handle on your e-collar stuff. But you're going to want to start all... If you follow Green to Graduate 1, it's going to start you with prong, and then we're going to teach you how to layer remote. Right. And once you get your remote skills down, it'll be easier to tackle the reactivity. Yeah, yeah. And the reactivity is going to be uh, um, applying a punisher, and that's going to be recognizing loading. So that's where the chaos to control um, can dramatically help you. Next. Uh, Brittany said, it is definitely not easier coming from experience, but yeah. you get to know your dog and communicate so much more efficiently and realistically yeah. than a leash. So what people have to understand. It's like it's a communication device. Now, um, I, nobody wants to ever talk about this stuff, but I, I have no problem talking about this, you know, the, the all these narratives. A lot of people are like, oh, it doesn't hurt the dog. I assure you high levels on the remote collar and there is a time and a place for a high level on a remote collar are absolutely very uncomfortable to many dogs some dogs don't care some dogs literally are just like i really don't care but the majority of dogs yes it's highly uncomfortable does it hurt yes it hurts is it painful yes it's painful but that doesn't mean you shouldn't use them because if I've got a dog that's going through the trash, it should royally suck. Why? Your dog could die. If I've got a dog where um, picks up, say, a chicken bone, that should be really bad. If I have a dog that picks up food and I go to take it out of its mouth and it starts guarding it against me, that should be really, really bad. If I've got a dog that loads on like, you know, um, defense fights, that should be bad. There is a time and a place for massive discomfort in the world of behavior modification of dogs. And if there's people out there, they will be like, oh my gosh, that's not necessary. You're not in the world of behavior modification. You say you are, but you're truly not. Now, is that 100% a behavior mod? No, but it's usually the first step and then there's massive amounts of way lower levels lots of food lots of you know role playing lots of teaching the dog what you're expecting but until you stop the unwanted behavior you're wasting your time teaching what you're expecting sam said sasha decided today she wasn't going to down when i said so mm -hmm. so i corrected mm -hmm. and had to keep dialing up 
and she finally downed at 40. It was tight, and I had to check it after. Good. But don't worry, she didn't whine once for that, but she whined while eating breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah never worry about the number. number. Numbers are just numbers. That's it. Um, questing with Aries, and Aries got rushed by an off-leash dog, handled it correctly, and the owner told me that my dog is only nervous because I have her on a leash, despite her dog rushing us, barking, and trying to bite me. Right. By handle, I mean using the kicking method and blocking method I've learned from Good, them. good. So, you know, whenever whenever someone makes a stupid comment to you, let them know. Just let them know. That that was a stupid comment. Like, just let them know. Don't, don't explain stuff. You don't have to explain things. Just like, that was a stupid comment. It's like, yeah, your dog is nervous or your dog is reactive or your dog is what? Because... It's on a leash? No, it's because your asshole of a dog with the asshole of the owner allowed it to rush at my dog off leash. What if Aries attacked that dog? All right. Then whose fault? Yeah. So you rush one of our dogs and our dogs don't like look for trouble. Your dog's going to get attacked. It's the way it is. It's this is the way of the world. And people are like, just because their dog's friendly, that means that it can rush up to any dog out there. It's like, I've seen friendly dogs get into dog fights, especially if they both meet on a leash. And they can't do the proper greeting. I mean, anybody that works with serious dogs has seen dog fights. But even like, just out in public, you see dog fights. Next. Um, Haley says, my dog is not food motivated. Yeah, so if you have a non-food motivated dog, then you have to use, you, the e-cower is going to be your best friend. Also, leash pressure. Also, understanding then how to train a dog without, you, now you don't have food as a motivator. So you want when you want to do all your reward-based stuff, a lot of it's going to be just leash work, more compulsion. It's not going to be as like happy-go-lucky as, as using food. Next. Hey, this is my issue is recall. I take him out on a long lead to call and he comes but goes into a frenzied and attacks me. Don't correct. He has my arm in his mouth. How do I correct that and be happy that he came to me? He's not being mean to him. It's play, but way over the limit of play that is expected. Is it play with a two-year-old? Is it play with a four-year-old, six-year-old? So when Angelo was two, he was recalling dogs. Would that be play or would that be unacceptable behavior? You asked a question. Um, did I correct that? Do you want it to stop? If you don't want it to stop, don't correct it. If you want it to stop, you correct it. So how do you teach a dog to like recalling to you but not bite you? Well, let's break this down a little bit. Where are our priorities? How about if I told you that your dog would recall perfectly but not be thrilled about recalling, but it would do it every single time? it wouldn't bite you. Would that be okay? Or does it have to be happy recalling to you and not biting you? So this is what we're going to do. Eliminate the biting first. No hard leash pop. No bonker. No e-collar. But stop it. Now we stop the biting. Okay? You said no when the dog was biting. You didn't say no when the dog was recalling. Just keep that in mind. All right? Now then we can now we've got a dog that doesn't bite us and we can work on recall. Now is the dog gonna love it? Most likely the dog will do just fine. But let's say the dog doesn't love it. Oh well, it still came to me. 
if you don't like recalling to me, fine. Everybody says, oh yeah, make it fun. Of course. But what happens if it's not fun? What happens if, if I make it fun, my dog knocks me over? If I make it fun, my dog jumps on me. If I make it fun, my dog uses its mouth. So let me stop all that stuff. And when the dog recalls, it just recalls with, you know, with some intent to recall. Maybe he doesn't look thrilled. But if I'm like, good job, every time it comes to me, I'm just telling it how good it is. I can still do my food rewards if I want. But if your dog doesn't take food, just physical touch. Good job. All right. And then you just do recall drills. I'd rather have a dog recalled me 100% of the time and be miserable than a dog that's happy-go-lucky and it'd be 50-50. But also, there are some dogs that recall happily without any behavioral problems. But we have to work with what we have to work with. Next. Phoenix Music said, hey, y'all. Hey, Omar, how are you? Hey, Omar. Um, Desiree says, now with correcting, that would be at correct, correction levels on a dog trial is growling at a person using 2030 too high or too low. Way too low. But also, this seems like a really nuanced thing. It's like it's hard to answer in this format. So you might want to do a, a one-on-one counsel for us. This is the thing. Or jump in on our new 90-day fast track that yeah. we haven't even launched to the public yet. Two, 20 or 30 is low. It's low to, for a punisher. Now, the dog might stop, but tomorrow, it'll probably do it again. You'll be nagging the dog. Oh, and a lot of people say, don't get rid of the growl. It'll just go to, go to a bite. I, have, I haven't seen that. We deal with biting dogs for a living. We're not seeing it. We're eliminating the growling, the biting. The thinking of growling, the thinking of biting, and we're teaching the dog how to deal with life better. So we're also teaching the dog how to behave. But you have to, but that doesn't mean you can't let the dog get away with how not to behave. You have to eliminate that. Make sure you say no first. No is your marker word. Next. Um, question with Aries said, we're good. I was just livid. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Dogs well, you. use your mouth. Let them know. They're, they are wrong. Let them know. You are wrong. You are wrong. It shouldn't have happened. You're lucky, you know, dogs can get shot. Next. Aubrey says, good evening. I corrected my present canario for growling at me over food. Gave him a stern no and tap. He turned around and attacked me. 14 stitches later, I still have him. Mm -hmm. So that's where the nuances are. So you didn't, you, it doesn't sound like you did safety protocols. Safety protocols are, there's a couple of things that, that um, you need to do. Um, first of all, you might have a bigger issue than you think, so that might be warranting a. Um, put it this way: it's not the it's not the tap that made the dog bite you. Dog would have bit you even without the tap. So the other alternative would have been to walk away, and then all you're doing is reinforcing the resource guarding. So we have very specific protocols on resource guarding. We've got 100% success rate as well on eliminating it. So proper protocols would have been: you could have had a muzzle on the dog. Dogs can eat through a muzzle, and it's a basket muzzle, or you have the dog on a tie back. Dog's on a tie back, and it'd have to be a pretty strong tie back. But the leash is then it's secured to a an object, a heavy object, or a wall, or a carabiner, or something like that. And the dog it can't lunge forward towards you. So then you have to do the out command. We've got a very strict protocol on how to do the out command as well. We have a resource guarding course that shows all of that. But there are 
whenever you're working with, an, with any sort of aggression, there's always a risk that you're going to get bit. And it's not the e-coward that's doing it because I can't tell you how many dogs have gone after me and they have no equipment on. I can't tell you how many dogs are biting their owners, biting um, family members, biting strangers, and they have no electronics on and they're not correcting their dog. So the correction isn't, you know, because that's the narrative out there. This is the correction makes the dog aggressive. The correction does not make the dog aggressive at all. Underwhelming, bad timing, not not the right protocols, but, but we work dogs through all this stuff all the time. Dogs come after us all the time for all different reasons. It's not anything we, we, we're, we're doing, it's just the dog. Next. Um, Jasmine said, thank you. What's the best way to leverage the training in Green to Graduate to work on stopping barking when I leave the house? I'm gonna bark collar for your dog. So you don't even need Green to Graduate for that. So I'll get a bark collar. So there's e-collars, electronic collar, shock collars, and then there's bark collars. Do not get the citronella one. You don't want to put it on vibrate. You want to put it on shock. If you get the one from e-collar technology, um, e-collar.com, it's got a, it's, you've got a, a number one an odometer on there. So you know how many times that the collar went off while you were gone. If it goes off a bunch of times, that means it's probably the setting is too low and it, you can adjust the setting. You also want to test it first, meaning you put on the dog, go outside, knock on the door, ring the doorbell. The dog barks and screams, but stops, that's fine. But if the dog keeps barking, you either have a fit or an intensity problem on that. But the question I always ask people is, you're right, how do you stop a dog from barking when nobody's home? How do you stop a dog from barking when nobody's home? A remote electronic device that works when nobody's around. Bark collar. Joyful Canine said, best to correct growling with e-collar, though. Less physical and risk of redirection. Oh, you're answering some of my questions. Safety protocols. What's that? Best to correct growling with e-collar. Less physical and risk yeah, of redirection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you can always get redirected. Dogs redirect all the time. Dogs with no... This is what folks have to understand also. Dogs redirect with no equipment on whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Slip lead. Just holding them back. Slip, slip lead, flat buckle collar, martingale, harness. Mm-hmm. Harness is a big one for dogs to redirect. Yeah, the, the, the training equipment does not create the redirection at all. You no, have, it's the dog's attitude. Yeah, you have to, you have to, you can, un, you have got to stop that behavior. And you, it's not that difficult to stop the behavior when you know how to do it. So many owners get redirected on, like when their dogs are reactive by just holding on to the leash yeah dog oh the, i can't bite that dog so I'm just turn around and bite you I, I, I gotta bite something i gotta bite That's something a, a big breakdown of the relationship yep. for sure yeah any dog that would put its mouth on you sorry we've got a guest coming all the way from uh, one of our avi avi we're gonna see avi tonight yeah, um, he's coming by staying in the rv and getting his dog tomorrow on a boarding train desiree said okay is this something i can set up scenarios with him and my boyfriend scenarios growling and barking yeah that's it so what we do what we do a lot of is we set up all these scenarios so everything is role-played every single thing is role-played so whenever you find an issue with your dog or whenever you're trying to train your dog something repetition after repetition after repetition stopping unwanted behavior oh my dog doesn't my dog goes nuts when um bicycles go by the house that's what you're gonna do get somebody with a bike okay i want you to go by the house and then you correct it Go by the house again. Go by the house again, and you keep role playing it over and over and over again until you're till you're till you've eliminated the behavior. Next, um, Haley said, "What e-collar work for the bad biting recall that my dog sees as play but is overboard? 
yes, it would not be a level I would want for a child or elderly person. It's almost more than I can handle. Right, right. Inside in class, he's fantastic, but out in the open with just me, it's not acceptable. Right. So there's a different, that's a different world in there. So inside, that's why in, I, I'm not against inside group training or inside one-on-one training. I'm not against that, but I'm, but unfortunately it's not, a lot of that does not transfer to the real world. It just doesn't. It doesn't. So that, so I would, I would use a bonker, believe it or not, which is just a wrapped up cotton towel. I would use a bonker. Next. Um, let's see. Joyful Canada said, do you think the Corso, instead of a tap, a continuous hold may have made a difference? I, there's, 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 there's other things that are in play there. We have a resource guarding. Uh, anytime anyone has resource guarding, I would encourage you to either get our resource guarding course, do a one-on-one counsel, because there are safety protocols that have to, and we can, by the way, we can do this live during our consult. You turn the camera around, so I can stop resource guarding on our consult. Mm -hmm. You would turn the camera around, it would face the dog, I would tell you exactly what to do step by step by step, and we would eliminate it in one This is what our coaching is going to be like, too. Like, the new whole coaching, like, if you guys don't, this is more speaking to the people who don't have a lot of our courses yet and you're kind of just starting your journey and you're like, I don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. Like, where do I start? There's so many courses. Do mm-hmm. I have, do I have to do one at a time? Mm-hmm. Like the new coaching, we're literally calling it the 90 day fast track. Like that's the name. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a trained dog in 90 days. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Like that's how confident we are mm-hmm. in our skill set and our ability to coach people without actually touching your dog yep. leash. Yeah. You'll get access to every single one of our courses. You can submit videos. We can be like, you did that wrong. You did that wrong. Try this, try this, try this. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get the face-to-face interaction for three months. Like, you will have a trained dog. Mm -hmm. We're going to cover obedience. We're going to cover behavior mod. Mm -hmm. If your dog is attacking you, we can help you with that. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be more than an online course, unfortunately. Like, there's a lot of factors at play. This is why we... Like we know, we've been doing this for years now. There's a huge need out there Humongous. for the done with you portion of the training. Right, the courses are incredible. Don't get me wrong; I love our courses. Yeah, I know how powerful our courses are. And our boarding training is great. But we can't, we can't do one-on-one sessions. There's only so many hours in a day. Right. This is why we're doing more group coaching cohorts now. Mm. We can get a lot done. Right. It's in other words, in a if, few hours. if someone says, I've got an aggressive dog, what course do I get? This would be a great opportunity right. for there's somebody. No course there's no having aggression. There's no course. You need, you need, you need consulting. You need, you need, you need our advice. Yep. Um, let's see. Aubrey said, thanks. We'll book a consult. Yeah. Jasmine said, while you're able to answer these questions from out of thin air, thank you so much. You all are crazy knowledgeable. Also, random note on affordability. You can tell you're committed to access. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the compliments. Are you Um, you new to our world, Jasmine? She might be. So so any dog trainer that can't answer a question as quick as I can, I probably wouldn't want to go to. I'm doing family pet dog training. We're stopping unwanted behaviors. There's, I have stopped a minimum of almost every unwanted behavior over a thousand times. And it's not the same way each time. Like I've gotten really creative, not just myself, Joelle as well. She's only been doing it for a little bit, about seven years, six years, mm-hmm. six years, where I'm on 20 years. So I've worked with a lot of dogs. So, and then I've been doing podcasting. So the knowledge, it's, 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 it, it should come quick. But if, if, if I talk to my old car mechanic, Mike, 
about something, he can talk to me this quick about fixing a car. Because he's really good at what he do. he's really good at what they he does. If you truly understand something, you should be able to dumb it down. Yeah, and make it really simple for people yeah. to understand. Yep, and be able to say it really quick. Yeah, yeah, you should be able to say it really quick. You should. You and and also being able, you know, I've done over three hundred seminars around the world. You've got twenty dogs that you've never met before. They're right in front of you, and guess what? You can't say, "I don't know I what don't to know. do." That means never seen that before. That, that means that means you grab the leash of a dog and it doesn't stop jumping at your face and you can't say please take your dog back you have to you have to work with that dog we're at the point now at our yeah. seminars we can be like okay we're gonna do this protocol dog's gonna display either this behavior this behavior or this behavior yep, yep. just so you know so no surprises we do the protocol dog does one of those three yep. like Yep. We know. Yep. Always know when a dog. <laughs> seen it before. Always know when a dog's gonna bite us. Always know. Yep. Yep. Any, this, he'll be in the middle of talking. This is what's so funny at the seminars. He'll be in the middle of I'm, talking because I'm looking out while he's working like a dangerous dog. I'll be like, Jeff, the dog's about to bite you. <laughs> I'll catch it because he's not paying attention. I'm paying attention because because uh, I'm trying to teach. Yeah, that's the hardest thing to do is to work an aggressive dog and teach at the, like verbally teach at the same time. Yeah. Joyful Canine said, I do find most redirection with the prong, though. Um, you know, you know what the biggest, the biggest uh, contributor to redirection is? Bad timing. Bad timing. That's it. And it, that, means, that means not correcting at all, which means, like, your timing is really bit bad or, under, or underwhelming. And that just puts rocket fuel in the dog. So when somebody corrected the, the, the Pressa, you corrected, you might have actually underwhelmed the dog. Also, the dog might have been too far up the um mm -hmm. uh this, yes, yeah not, we don't we don't scale aggression but just too close to like the attack that you that you sent the dog forward that's why the very first signs of of the loading process is when you correct that's why all, there's a couple of viral hate videos there's a lot of hate videos out there on us but some of the viral videos that people stole from our actual 20 22 minute videos and they made it into a 30 second clip it, it looks like we're just correcting dogs, like just sitting there doing nothing. They're not. They're loading massively. And these are dangerous dogs. Ironically, the two dogs they picked out are dangerous. Um, let's see. Joyful Canine, I already read that. Haley said a bonker would outside would work. Yeah, you just have to worry about jumping up the leash and trying to bite you. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. You can use a dominant dog collar, do a self-preservation move, which is you bring the, your hand away from you and it actually starts slowly choking the dog. Um, it's, you need, you need to stop this, you know, but you can also take a bonker and not release it. Just no boom. But there's, there's, there's a, there's a combo of things you can do. You can do dominant dog power, arm outreach, which is a, every, everybody that works with dogs should know how to do, um, you know, their safety protocols for self-preservation. You can use the re remote collar at the exact same time as well. So it's a, it's a double whammy. It should be uncomfortable for the dog to do it. Even though it's having, even though it's playful, you still want to stop it. You still want to stop it. Now, what, what you're going to hear is a lot of people are saying, "No, no, 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 no! Tell the dog to do a wanted behavior." Okay, so let's just picture because this is what's told to owners all the time, mm -hmm. and it fails, and then dogs get surrendered. The dog's biting your arm. Tell it to sit and reward it. Teach it. Tell it to do something else. Something else it knows. Tell it to sit, tell it to down, and then reward it. Okay, so 
you are biting my arm. I tell you to sit and I reward it. I guess I'm going to bite your Recall, arm. Recall, bite arm, sit, reward. Is that the way we want our lives to look with this dog? Nope. Not at all. But that's what you're training. That's what you're training. Because they don't want to talk about stop actually stopping the behavior. Literally eliminating it. It's gone. The behavior is gone. The dog will not put its mouth on you ever again. That's the goal. That is what, that is what we want. That is what we want. And by the way, even if you had a protection dog, you can still do it. And the dog will still bite the decoy, bite the bad guy, but not bite the handler. One of the biggest issues with a lot of dogs working, truly working canines, but also sport dogs, is redirection on their handler, redirection on a judge, redirection on another officer. Yeah, That's why everybody freaks out a lot of times when a dog is taken off of a bite and it, and it bites an officer. That's why a lot of the departments are not doing verbal outs, which is the difference between sport and, and real police dogs. That's why dogs, police dogs are being outed with a tactical out, which means you're choking the dog off the bite. It's really important that you mount the dog. You've got one ideally two hands on the dog's collar you're gripping up like this and when that dog outs you back up away from all the other officers because if there's any slack at all it's going to redirect most likely and it might even redirect on its handler a lot of dogs have been washed from departments for doing that because they, they were just it was just improper improper and i'm no expert but i know like, i know like how to stop these things and I know the last thing you want is a dog to come off of a bite in drive with a lot of leash. And a lot of people standing around. Next. Um, GB Buck said, hey, guys, been having full caseloads, but still jumping on the podcast. Love how you discuss and describe loading. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Dog lovers, will the 90-day fast track coaching be something you offer long term? Right now, my dog is trained and I don't need the coaching, mm. but would love the 90-day once I get my new dog later this year. Yeah. Yep, it will yeah, be. it's an ongoing thing. Right. It's just going to be continuously mm-hmm. going. So it, yep. When you join, you basically get put into a 30-day membership. So, or a, thir- a three-month membership, sorry. Um, and then it expires. Mm-hmm. And then you still get to keep all the courses. Mm-hmm. You just don't have our one-on-one support anymore. Right. Like in the group. Well, you still get the membership to the um community. That's true. It so comes with a year membership to the community. You just drop down to the lower tier and get less coaching costs. Right, but you still get you still get uh, She's already a community member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're so excited about it. Joyful canines, at least redirection is the bonker for sure. Yeah, I mean, it all depends. I mean, I think different. You know, Jesse, different trainers can probably give different experiences. You know, bottom line is we don't use e collars or bonkers for redirection. <laughs> We've got other ways to do it, but it takes a skill set. It takes a skill set to do, and I wouldn't just like just throw it out, just throw it out there, you know. But we've got some pretty because we redirection we do not take lightly because that's life and death of a dog sometimes. A major infraction. Yep. yep. So no, yeah, no dog, no dog will put its mouth on on me. Nope. Next. Brittany, Sam, I think is his name. Oh, Ryan. Ryan's dog was like that in the course that we have access to in the community. I watched it so many times when the dog got corrected and turned on both of you. 
Jeff was like, yep, mm-hmm, yep, give me the leash. Calm's <laughs> Yeah, it's like, there's nothing normal. Like, we are not surprised when that shit happens. Yeah. You were, like, sitting in the chair, too. And you, like, came right at your face. And you were sick with COVID. You were so sick at that seminar. I, ba- I, I barely made it through I almost there. didn't even put the recordings out because I'm like, Jeff sounds like shit. I sound like shit. I'm like coughing in the background, but I'm like, this is in for, like this is good information. I barely, I barely fucking made it out of the RV every day. Literally, at one point, he's like, I could, I gotta go throw up. You gotta take over. <laughs> I'm like, I barely have a voice. It was so bad. Yep. We did it. Damn right, we did it. Yep. Damn, that was some crazy shit. I've done seminars with cracked ribs. I've done. <laughs> oh, it's the first one I ever did. Yep. Yep. You fell and broke your ribs. <laughs> Still did a seminar two days later. So bad. Actually, I did a seminar that day. Yeah, you're we, in the middle of a we're, we're in the middle of a seminar. And on my lunch break, I took... Uh, uh, the following weekend, we had to drive. Yeah, I took, I took the dogs out to run by the railroad tracks. And I was climbing over a chain. The chain tripped me, and I literally fell with all my weight on the pavement. And boom, Typical I was guy. on the ground for a while. Actually, did I call you or something? Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like, life alert. Like, I've fallen and I can't get up. Like, where are you? Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Like, that was the test. And, that, and then I went back in and I finished the seminar we were doing. That was the ongoing joke. I'm like, this guy needs life alert. It's so funny. Because when I, I went because I, I, I went to the hospital and I'm like, I'm in, like, like they thought I wanted oxys just because, like, the, the hospital that I went to, a lot of people go to because they want oxys. And I'm just like, I, I really don't care what you give me. Like, I'm in massive pain right now. Just take some Tylenol. I'm like, um, I'm, I can't breathe. I can't laugh. It hurts when I, like, even raise my arm. Yeah. So bad. Uh, Joyful Canine, what's the benefit of deploying the bonker versus holding it? I thought you always deploy it. No, no, not at all. No, it all depends. Puppies, we don't deploy it usually. We just go for puppy biting, for jumping, stuff like that. All depends on, all de- All depends. I mean, I'll use a bonker to, if I've got a dog that rushes through a door, I might just go, no, boom, right on the snout. Um, it's, it's just, there's, there's just difference. How do you know how to use it? Try both. Try both. Next. Mark said, would I be able to schedule a one-on-one consult regarding setting up an itinerary for a six-week obedience training course I'll be teaching? You know, have finally been given the green light to train using any methods and tools I see fit, unlike what the 100% positive school I went to taught. Right. Can now use methods that will get better results. I work at a very busy daycare, and now we'll get to head up their training. Oh, awesome. Program. Congratulations. Who's that, Mark? Mike? Mm-hmm, Mark. Mark? Mark, do you have green to graduate? Because use Green to Graduate as your template. Use it as your template. But I, you might want to join our, our that coaching mm-hmm. because we can. Have, it's also for people in business because then you can like we can talk. We can talk business. And then if you have any problem dogs that are in, that are in um, one of your classes and you're not, and you're a little bit stumped, we can go over that too. But you absolutely yes, you can you can set up a council to talk about. It. You can talk about anything. But for for business for people that are in the in the business owners. The, 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 the 90 day fast track of coaching might be hugely beneficial. Yeah, and you'd get our entire course series. Yeah. You can see how we all the courses work with every behavior imaginable. Yeah. Much. Yeah. But congratulations. That's great. Next. Stacy said, Will you be at Astro Kennels anytime in the No, season? I won't be. I'm not really doing that. We're much. not doing many seminars. I just, I, I can't, my, I, my, the schedule's not allowing it. 
Schedule's not allowing it. She's got me tied to the freaking stove. You know, schedule's not allowing it. Um, I'm trying to find the link to your calendar. Because if you guys are, like, if there's anybody watching the show right now, like, maybe you haven't even commented, but you're just listening, and you really think you're a good candidate for the 90-day fast track. Which technically everybody is, but just if it's just uh, something you want to do. I'm going to put you, I'm going to give you Jeff's calendar in the comments. So you can book a call with him. And you can go over all the details. Because mm, okay. we don't even have a landing page yeah. yet, technically. Yeah. Um, it's all on the works, though. Yeah, but, we want to, but people are taking advantage of it already. And this is not this is not for a consult. It's not for it doesn't it's not, but it's just more of an information about just these coaching programs. Next. Julie said your Duke and Coco videos inspired me to slow two of my dogs down in the house. Oh yeah. Wednesday started e collar heel on leash. Today off leash already now. Yeah. I need my reps. Thanks for oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's really important to start, you know, I mean these are two very large Dobermans. They just had a baby. Not them. The the owners just had a baby. Like these dogs should be tiptoeing around that damn house. Next. Once and I held my dogs more accountable on the heel today. Mm-hmm. I've been using spatial pressure, started combining it with remote, was still getting forging. So today I upped my levels and the forging stopped. Yep. I was so hesitant to up my levels for something obedience based, but dang, did it work. Isn't that funny? Because that's the advice that we would give up your levels. Remember, yeah, we, it's so important for folks to understand that, like, First of all, especially the, you, snuggle buns. You've been working at this long enough. It's like but, it's time. But the, but the distractions out there, and you have to remember, we don't determine levels. We right. don't disturb. We don't determine how powerful a distraction is. Different distractions have different powers to them. Um, so it's important that folks understand. It's like up your levels, and because outside. Your level is going to be different than inside around distractions, especially around distractions. But also, the dog needs more information. The dog needs more motivation. Next. Yeah. Mark said yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. If you, do you want more information on the 90-day fast track? I just put up Jeff's calendar. Yeah, so, so you can schedule, schedule a call. Schedule 15-minute consults. 15-minute consults. They're free. Um, let's see. Jennifer said, would you try a bonker for barking? Yeah, I mean, bonkers are good for barking at the door and at the window. They're good. Always say no first. Just say no. Get yourself over there and then deploy. And even if the dog stops, deploy anyway. But an e-collar is going to be the the, the e-collar. If you're home, an e-collar is is, is fantastic for that. If you're not home, a bark collar is fantastic. If you are home, bonkers are Pretty inexpensive. It's just a dollar thirty-nine towel from Walmart to number sixty-four rubber bands. So that's to be highly effective. But I, I like to communicate with an e-cower though, because I want to teach my dog as much obedient on the obedience side as well as on the um, stopping the unwanted behavior side of things. It's a whole, it's like teaching a language. Next. Yeah. Um, that's it right now. Oh, really? On everything: Instagram, Rumble, yeah, YouTube, though. Facebook. So we've got a um, seminar coming up in Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, jeffgelmanseminars.com. Those are a lot of fun. Those are, those are very educational, too. Um, we've got our coaching. We're, 2024, now we've got so many courses out. Now we're going to start um, doing this all-inclusive, all-inclusive with coaching. We're going to be doing um, 
a lot of uh, uh, time is going to be spent on our uh, community. Just so much stuff, just to just to help so much. So much, just by you can tell by the comments today, just the people that are making progress. Mm-hmm. It's just so nice. It's just so nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Snugglebun said, that's when I struggled from the very beginning, knowing when to up my level yeah. and underwhelming the dog. You're so right. I have been working at this long enough and I shouldn't still be having a problem. Yeah. This, you know, when to, when to up your levels, just pay attention to your dog. Like if your dog doesn't care, like with any of the information you're giving it, when you need to speak louder, that doesn't mean yell. Let the remote cower speak louder. Just let it. And then role play it over and over and over again. There's not enough role playing going on. Yeah. Jeannie said, proud of my husky shepherd cross dog today. Mm. Walking in the snow covered pasture off leash. She saw a rabbit run. Her head turned. She took a step and stopped in her tracks. Nice. I called her to me and she came right away. Wow. Proud dog handler moment for sure. Oh, I, I know you can re- train um, huskies to recall. Right. Go fake. Huh. It's a joke. But that's what everybody says. On yeah, I know. It's like huskies. Huskies can't be trained. Recall. Try that with a greyhound, with a beagle. It's like we've already tried it, and we've already done it <laughs> lots of times. Greyhound. We had um, up in Rhode Island, where we were for years and years and years. Um, Lincoln Park had um, uh, when I first started my career. Lincoln Park was still, I think, racing dogs. So, and there was a big adoption program, and then they shut down the track. So there was obviously a huge adoption program. So we had a lot of greyhounds. We had a lot of greyhounds. In fact, on Joel's property, on Joel's property, the woman who she bought it from, who was still living there, because she had another main house, she had a main house. And then we were on, technically, she's on another road. It used to be one big, huge property. Um, her barn was rented out by the kennel manager of the Greyhound Racing. And he used that for the dogs. When did you learn that story? She told us. She did? Yeah, because I don't think, he, or did he, keep, did he keep the horses there? Horses. They bred horses. Oh, it was Horses. Yeah, I don't think they had anything to do with dogs there. Oh, forget it. They had peacocks and all kinds of random animals. Forget it. Horses. Um, anyway, Lincoln's got a lot of history with greyhound dogs. Next. Haley says, if my dog barks at the window, I look to see what it is and tell him okay. Then he stops. He's alerting me. I acknowledge it and it is over. Yeah, so I'm not against barking. I'm against that, like, non-stop yeah. barking. One or two barks is no big deal. Constance, any plans to make Nail Trim 2.0? I've met my match with one dog. I've tried holding them down. I have said no with Bonker, E-Call, or Prong. I managed to stop the screaming, but he physically exhausts me trying to trim just one damn nail. All other 13 dogs are fantastic, but this one is a giant pain in the ass. Take him to a groomer. Yeah. Take him to a groomer. And like that or like... Take him to a groomer and see what the groomer does. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Jasmine said another note on affordability. I really appreciate that you aren't wasting people's money and you want people to get real results and you believe in your clients. I can't wait to be a success story. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait to your success story too. We take your success as seriously as our own. That's how it's the last thing we want for someone to buy a course and be like, right. God, no results. It's, it's, like, you will get results. If you follow, literally tonight, someone messaged us and he emailed me a week ago and was saying, I'm working through this course. Mm-hmm. I'm running into this issue. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, 
Are you following it to a T? Like, are you doing everything? Right, to a T. Don't be making shit up on the and side. He admitted. Yes. He's like, I didn't even put my dog on a prong collar yet. And I'm like, put your dog on a prong collar right. and then come let me know. Right. Literally tonight. He's like, oh my God, I stepped into another universe. <laughs> like, everything's clicking. Everything's working. Yeah. Like, I know. Follow what we say to a T yeah. and it will work. And this is the thing. It's like, you don't need, you don't always have to have a prong collar, but it just, it helps owners, it empowers owners with the communication. It just makes so much more sense to the dog as well. It makes so much more sense to the dog. So that's really, really great to hear. Nancy said, glad I caught the show. So many good questions. Great advice. The walk, the walk video was so Ooh, great. Good. Yeah. That's, that's a free a one. Course. That's a free course too. Comment WTW. We'll send it to you. Yep. Yeah, if you're in on uh, Facebook, or, Facebook Instagram. or Instagram right now, just type in WTW for a free course. Just the letters WTW. Yep. Jeannie, yesterday I was using e collar on my Labrador. She wasn't even giving a head shake. I thought the collar was malfunctioning. Mm. Called the dog back, tightened the collar, tried it. I thought I turned it down to a six, but it was at 63. Mm. Oh my God, did she ever yelp? Nothing yep. wrong with the collar. It was handler error yet again. Yep. And guess what? Your dog will be fine. She'll be fine. Yep. It, happens don't baby her don't say oh my god sorry yeah it just it's it just, like it pretend just, it didn't happen it just happens yeah it just happens yeah um allison said hey guys happy friday i'll catch the replay Ooh, totally lost friday. track of time doing housework yep all good allison hope your day has been good hope your day has been great joyful canine for a dog that flees on e-collar stem even moderate levels leash on and role play make fleeing suck what if it's months of doing that and they still flee it won't be months of doing it and then now we got handler error. So number one, any dog, first of all, the, what I would say is why is the dog even off leash to start if it doesn't know recall? When you've got a dog that's, that runs away because of the e-collar, number one, does you do enough priming? Does the dog actually understand recall? Like just basic recall, does it, will the dog recall to you? So don't do, you don't have to use an e-collar for that. Then how did you introduce the e-collar? Like what steps did you do? Did you do your priming, your CS, your NCS? Because those are levels where the dog shouldn't flee. But if you do have a nervous, fearful, anxious dog that does have a flight response, the reason why they have a flight response is because they believe that moving away from something will make the dog feel more comfortable. Staying where it is right now is uncomfortable. Moving and running away, they feel that they're escaping the discomforts. So the philosophy is, which we've used thousands of times, is if you want to flee, I'm going to make that uncomfortable. And then when you're next to me, it's comfortable. So now the dog goes, the best place in the world is next to next to next to their handler. So that's that's just one of the philosophies that we do. Next. Sid said I'm interested, Joel, in the 90 days of coaching. Sid, sign up. I'll text you, Sid. Yeah. Um you can send her a yeah, pay, a, a stripe invoice too. Yeah. Joyful Canine said groomers are amazing. The good ones are so freaking talented mm -hmm. and they don't get enough credit for what they do. I follow someone on social media because they have the most creative techniques and sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Groomers, good groomers are, have got mad leash handling skills. I mean, just think about it. Think about a dog being up on a table at eye level and it's not like the big dogs. It's like these little dogs though. And because they, they've got to get really close to their eyes mm -hmm. a lot of the time. And I'm like, and I'm looking at them groom and I'm like, if that dog even moves, I know. There goes an eyeball, you know, you know, there goes an ear, there goes whatever. So, but they're very, back in the very days, skilled. Like before Wes was ever like trained, he would try to attack the blow dryer. Like when I did mm, him back. Mm. So I would take him to the groomer. Mm. He'd come out blow dried. I'm like, how do you guys do it? They're like, 
that's fine. I'm like, bullshit. What are you doing? I question it. I'm uh, like, obviously uh, you're correcting him in some way and it's working. Actually, but. I wouldn't be surprised if it does fine. It's the same way when you are out of town. Uh, he was like nasty with the blow dryer. But I'm just saying no. But but there's there's you're out of town. He behaves but also if they behaves differently. Restrained on a table. Or you're not in the room. Or you're not in the room. You know how that works. You give the dog to like sure. you give the dog to the. I just assume they were good at handling. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I'm not going to discount that. They probably were good, and they probably got a set of skills. Right. But. But a lot of the times, it's when the owners in the room. It's always worse. Not just you, Joel, but just like owners in general. Next. Tim said, looking forward to the Tennessee seminar. Us too. It's going to be yeah. good. Yep. Joyful Canine said, this is the dog I mentioned before with autism. Neurologist. Neurologist. It's called a neurologist. <laughs> Why am I so I would. Can, it's diagnosed. Okay. So I would highly question that. I don't know enough about neurology in animals. I have worked with dogs that have got um, brain issues, but to label a dog... We already had this conversation the last time. Did we? Uh, autistic? I would... It turned into a whole thing, so let's not go down I would question. I would question the, the validity of that. That doesn't mean from you, Jesse. That means from the neurologist. That sounds... That's, you know, I would, you know, I, I don't... I, I don't I, do they just have to come up with a word for it? <laughs> Like what? Okay, so we've worked with dogs that have got tremendous flight response. We just call it cognitive like issues. Right. We have, we work. Can with, we say it? Like, how do you diagnose something? Right. Like exactly. Hey, I work with my first transgender dog. Next. Desiree said, "Dog can have autism." Dang, I never knew that. Learned something. Yep. Joyful Canada said they put those caps on them for the blow dryer. They suddenly turn zen. Got it. What caps? Like a shower cap. <laughs> Really? I don't know. <laughs> Sailor cap. All I know is even like with a freaking blower we have here, you see what he does. He's actually an idiot. It's funny because with he me. He doesn't attack it anymore. He just rolls all around. With me, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I've seen you. I've seen you be like, what? Stop. And he's like rolling on the ground, like acting so he's stupid. St he stands still, sweetheart. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll film I it. So annoying. We'll film it. We'll film it tomorrow. <laughs> and then he like thinks he's cute. He'll like walk away and like yep. stretch a little bit. You can blow dry. Stop. You can blow dry him first, and then I'll blow dry him. He'll, like, okay. he'll creep like five feet, and then he's six feet away, yeah. and you're like, now I can even. Ugh. Yeah, I gotta manhandle him. My God. Yep. Holly says, before solid canine, I was told lies about huskies not being trainable, and if since e collar awfully trained. One, three for mountain hiking, kayaking, etc., and half a dozen clients with even crazier husky malamutes. Oh yeah, yeah, this, this is a bunch of bullshit. Dogs can be trained. Bottom line, it's the way it works. All right, Struggleman said, "Happy hoodies." Look them up. That's a thing. They put a, a, a hoodie on the dog. Well, they they also have those. And they let them blow. <laughs> have you seen it? Have you seen what they're trying to promote for leash activity yeah, dogs? Like underwear on their heads. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Cap is like spandex and covers your ears. The dog gets logged out and muffles the noise. Huh. That's interesting. Really? I'm going to have to get one of those. You don't need one. I do. He drives me crazy. I hate blow drying him. Um, Joyful Canon said, I agree. I feel the owners treat him as such. So the time at home may not be as consistent. Like you said, it is likely still handler error. Yeah. 
They are also called snoons. Hmm. Hmm. I have to get one. Hmm. Allison said, happy to report a super boring last two days. No poop explosions and healing up nicely. Nice. Good. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I haven't had any poop explosions either. How's your poop doing? Um, Pretty regular. Yeah, nice. Nice. Polly says, as long as the dog is breathing, it can be trained. Original direct quote from Jack years ago. <laughs> true. So true. <laughs> the, the second part about that is if the dog if the dog isn't breathing it knows a good downstay. What else? Oh, it's like one of those things. Mm. Oh, I see. Oh, it's like a little scarf. So their head pokes out of it. It just goes around. It's like a little head wrap. Like what you wear like when you're sick or something. <laughs> like in the cartoons. Put some... They have like little headbands on. Yeah. With like an ice pack on yeah. their head. <laughs> It's so, it's so true. Sorry, he says, oh, I will add, even though I'm still having human reactivity, tonight at the truck stop, had a pity run up to us while walking. Jeez. The guy recalled the dog and it listened. And Thank God. The e-caller did stop the reactivity. Good. 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 Yeah, that, that's the great way to reinforce reactivity. Off-leash dogs running at you. Yeah. 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 All right. It's 805. All right, everybody. So... Don't forget Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. And we also have the coaching. My calendar's up there if anybody wants more information on that. If you want to do an online consult, you can go to Solid Canine Training for that as well. And um, thank you all so much. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. We'll see everybody tomorrow for the eCower Live. If, you're, if you purchase that, we'll see you tomorrow at noon. So we just keep, keep moving forward with it. All right. Take care, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye.